irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Question Reality with Priscilla Leona, right here on LA Talk Radio. producer and host of this show and we are coming to you live live i say live from los angeles california for 11 years we have been providing our audience with entertainment industry career advice now this show is for you if you are currently questioning your career reality see how i spun that questioning your career out i'm so brilliant yes 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 Um, about uh pursuing a career in show business so some of the guests on our show are emmy winners Grammy winners, Tony Award winners, reality TV stars, producers, directors, casting directors, talent managers, actors, singers, comedians, writers, PR agents, screenwriters, let's see who else, let's see, script supervisors, stunt people, and we throw in an entertainment attorney around December. The list goes on and on and on. If you missed any of our shows, there are three ways that you can listen to them. Number one, you can go to our archive page, which is on latalkradio.com on the website, and search for our show title, which is Question Reality. Number two, you can go to iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher.com, and look under the podcast section, and we're there. And lastly, which I would highly suggest, you download our free mobile app. And of course, you can get that on the App Store or the Google Play Store, because there are so many great shows when you download that free um uh, LA Talk Radio mobile app. There are so many ex- uh, shows that I'd love for you to explore. Super fun hosts discussing really exciting and informative topics. And uh, there's just something for everyone on LA Talk Radio. So highly suggest that. Finally, if you want to be a guest or refer someone to be on my show who works professionally already in the entertainment industry, they can come on the show and promote themselves, their products, and just help listeners with sage career advice and we're currently booking for the fall and winter of 2019 so in order to do that they have to go to the official website that is questionrealityradioshow.com questionrealityradioshow.com not latalkradio.com that's the radio station so um We air the show, of course, 24 hours a day. It's a darn website. So please, please go and submit for guest consideration. Oh, it's on the contact link. Uh, So that's where you got to go. All right. Now, we have had this guest on before a couple years ago, and we got so many uh, texts and responses because he is a hot little sexy thing. You know, I try to bring as many hot, sexy guys on as possible. My friend's like, why do you not book anyone that's over 40? I'm like, are you kidding? I'm shooting for 30. I'll go 35. But, you know, I have my limits. 
there. I try to get the hot sexies. Um, he was on the show a couple of years ago. His name is Jeremy Parsons. And I want you to go to his website now. It's jeremyparsonsmusic.com. And that's J-E-R-E-M-Y-P-A-R-S-O-N-S music.com. He's also on Facebook under Jeremy Parsons Music. Twitter under J.M. Parsons Music. Instagram, J.M. Picking Fool. That's J-M-P-I-C-K-I-N-F-O-O-L. He's on Spotify, iTunes, and of course, YouTube. He's everywhere. Everywhere you want to be. That is where Jeremy is. And we are so excited also. Oh, wait, wait. Before we go... Uh, to that, I wanted to let you know that uh, we're going to be playing two of his songs today, one around 5.30 and one around four, uh, 5.45, and these songs are so fantastic. You are going to love them. Oh, one of them, you're going to need a Kleenex. The other one, it's like you better put your disco shoes on because they it's a party song, really fantastic, so you don't want to miss those two songs. Also, returning on this show from a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> and also a very long time ago, is our co-host for today. Her name is Stephanie Seeley. Isn't that the fantastic name? Stephanie Seeley. It's like she's a porn queen. All right, Stephanie Seeley. She is a professional singer, actress, and today she's going to be asking uh, questions on behalf of newly planted uh, Nashville residents on how to break into the music biz. So please consider going to both of your social media sites and giving them little thumbs up and following them to help support their social media digital footprint. And you know how thirsty we are for those little thumbs these days, making us like maniacs we're like panicking did i get a thumb today well i always want a thumb but you know in a good way so her site is stephanie uh on facebook stephanie seeley s-t-e-f-a-n-i-e seeley s-e-l-a-i uh she's also on instagram at stephanie grace seeley and at Stephanie seeley so please go there um let me tell you a real quick really brief bio on Jeremy, born in San Antonio, Texas, and he grew up soaking in the sounds of the Texas music dance halls. Ooh, ooh, I've never been to a dance hall. I've always wanted to go. I don't know what goes on in there, but I hear it's like wild, kinky, sexy things. There's a lot of sexy time going on in those dance halls. So, we got to find out if Jeremy's participating in sexy time at the dance hall. Um, he was always a fan of music, but this is interesting. This is what I found most interesting about reading his bio. It wasn't until his later high school years that he discovered that he had a knack for being like a singer-songwriter. So he just developed this passion and he taught himself to play guitar and he began writing and performing music. And over, I guess, the past 10 years, uh, he's played all over the U.S. and in Europe, including numerous venues in Texas, because, you know, you always want to go back home. And he, um, pulling from uh, the example of uh, Texas performance artist, Jeremy loves to interact with his audience. And I hear, you know, the women love to interact with him, too. 
he's captivating the crowd and he has this genuine personality and he's got unique humor and boy the women are just licking their chops when he's coming on they are licking their chops they are they they're looking at him like a cartoon wolf they're just licking their chops thinking Woo, la la jeremy is here i'm gonna be riding that bro oh, let's not get dirty let's keep this pg okay so what jeremy does is he he draws from his personal experience and creates these songs and they're just so perceptive and meaningful. And um, I, I, I couldn't choose when I was trying to decide on a second song, I just couldn't choose which one that I wanted to play. But I'm gonna tell you the names, you have to tune in. But Jeremy, um, he's really rocking the Casbah up the charts. He, the single, he has a single that um, things I, I think it was the first single from his latest album was Things I Need to Say. And it was the top 40 Roots Music Report and Indie World Report track, uh, uh, which was called Burn This House Down rather. And it's a fantastic song. I, I love this one too. I tell you, when you get, if you get his album, you will not know which song to listen to first because they're all so great now that song was followed up by uh why is the bluebird blue which is also a top 40 roots of report americana single and bluebird reached number two on the hit you love pop charts and the here's what i think is great we're going to talk about this how smart this was i don't know if he came up with the idea or if he has on his team if they came up with the idea but i highly recommend this for every single singer uh and uh songwriter um the videos making videos for your songs he the videos for both the songs were nominated and selected for numerous film festivals, including the Jersey Shore Film Festival. Yay, Jersey Shore, some of the best times of my life on the spring break. Uh, also, Indy's Best Film Festivals and the Monkey Bread Tree Film Festival, which is an IMDb sanctioned film festival. So, so smart to enter your music videos. Just a little tip now, excellent idea to enter them into film festivals and I'll, I'll explain why uh, a little bit later now Jer jeremy currently resides and performs in music city usa nashville tennessee uh that's where the heartbeat of america is from what i understand with country music now our co-host today is stephanie sea light she's a singer and an actress from savannah georgia 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 savannah georgia Forger. Uh, Stephanie has been working really, really hard as a professional singer and actress for the past 10 years. She attended the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York and LA. And her first professional job as a choir member was for the 75th anniversary of uh, anniversary of the Lost Colony, where she worked alongside Tony Award winner William Ivy Long. We all know William Ivy Long. You know musical theater, you know him. Now, Stephanie has also worked as a demo and session singer with a variety of musical uh producers including two of her favorites hb barnum and edward brown and also she worked with uh holland uh, dozier and holland 
and they created the studio recordings of the Broadway musical First Wives Club. Who didn't love that movie? Stephanie was lead alto singer for the popular a cappella group Westbeat, which performs regularly at Disneyland. And recently, which is why we thought she was a perfect co-host for today, she recently moved to Nashville to continue her career as a professional session demo singer. An actress, and she is currently under contract with the Gaylord Opryland Hotel for their Smurf Fest summer event, and that goes through Labor Day. I don't know what that entails, but I totally want to be there. Who wouldn't want to be at Smurf with Smurf Fest? Uh, now, after she finishes that job, she is going to be joining the uh, Heimerman. What is it? Heimer, yeah, Heimerman or Himmerman? How do you choose it? Uh, Corral as a soprano for their fall concert series. And Stephanie is so excited to be joining the Tennessee Performing Arts Center as a teaching artist. A lot of people are going to be like, "What's a teaching artist?" That sounds like a cool job. So we'll find out what Stephanie is going to be doing. As a teaching artist. So without further ado, welcome Jeremy Parsons and Stephanie C. Lai. Thank Thanks you. For <laughs> <laughs> Woo! There's going to be some overlapping today. Oh my gosh. Well, let me tell you, I just really, I just closed my sheet. I, I, I cannot believe I just did this. We're going to do what's called winging because guess what I did? I dropped the mouse and all my questions that I took so long to write have been closed. So uh, I'm gonna have to wing this <laughs> really quickly. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on there, guys. Very professional over here. All right, here we go. I, I'm back, I'm back. Okay, so Jeremy, first of all, congratulations on your recent album, Making Things Up As I Go. And I love, love that music video for that song it is so funny and it looks really professional jeremy really like almost mtv quality and what i love most was those special effects with the rocket ship so my first question is who created that darn music video who was the director because i want to say excellent job Heck yeah. No, he, uh, he absolutely, he always does an excellent job. He's one of my best friends in the entire world. Uh, his name is PJ Shankel and his company is three hat media. And he, uh, he just goes, uh, man, he goes all out, uh, for me and every artist he works with. But that's, uh, that's my, I mean, not, not only because it's my video, uh, but it's, it's probably one of my favorite things I've ever seen him make, but he's, a uh, He's an absolute wizard. I have a theory that he can just make everybody look cool. It's just his gift. Mm. Ooh, I'm gonna have to hire him for some some work because I, I I own a film production company and I I do music videos as well and I do film short films and feature films. So who knows? I you gotta pass me on. Send me his contact information because I I think we're gonna hire him. He does great work. Love that. Okay. I definitely will. Okay. Now I highly recommend that everybody check out this video on YouTube. It's under J M P 
P-I-C-K-I-N Fool. Or you can just type the title of the song, which is Making Things Up As I Go. And make sure you give it a like and consider following Jeremy's channel. Oh, you're going to love this video. It is so funny. Really fun music video. Now, over the past decade, Jeremy, you've played all over the U.S. and Europe. And the first single from your latest album, I believe, is Things I Need to Say was at... Uh, as I said earlier, the top 40 Roots Music Report in the Indie World uh, Report track, uh, I think it burned this house down. So my question is, what did you think about that when you first heard the news? Well, it's always kind of like, you know, weird, because it's like, I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever made music for the thought of like, oh man, this is going to be the biggest thing in the world, and nobody's going to be able to quit talking about it. I think I just I really connect with the song when I write it and then when it, you know, it comes to life, like that's already like the coolest thing that's happened to me as far as that song goes. And then when it gets out there and people receive it, like if they love it as much as I did, like when I created it and like when I wrote it and when we went in the studio and produced it, it's, it's like the, it's the connecting point between the artist and the fan. And it's just so flattering mm. when people are into the or loving the thing that you love to do so no. I mean, it's, there's really nothing like that i don't it's, it's kind of almost hard to describe unless yeah. you just like you know yeah, and have felt it that's a very specific high that comes from that right now looking back jeremy what would you have done differently uh that would have improved enhanced the overall experience what wouldn't you have done give us a little a little tip about that as far as uh, the like the recording process, yeah, or? Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. the recording. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, like I, uh, I'm I'm such a stickler, and the the people that I work with are, are like pretty much the exact same way. That I can I, when it comes to music, I don't I don't leave uh, a single regret behind me. So like honestly, that that this this project is like one of my favorite things I've ever done. And I, 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 we took, it took us like two and a half years to make it. So oh. it's like, there's honestly not one thing I would do differently. Cause like when I still am forced to listen to my own music, it, it's like one of those things, which is always kind of uncomfortable for the yeah. artist, especially in a room. Everyone listens to Jeremy's song. I was like, I'm sitting right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, the, uh, but it's like one of those things it's, you uh it, it, i i don't regret anything and like when that does happen i'm able to li li like remember how it felt to be in there and like how it felt to like find this like sweet spot in between the drums and the slide guitar or something and be like oh i love the way this melody fits in here like it, it just it still sounds right i mean my oh. voice has gotten stronger and my guitar playing's gotten better and stuff. Is is you always want to grow as an artist, but uh, it, so so if if something was different, maybe that would be it. But I was like, I love looking back. It's like kind of like thirteen track memory. Like it's crazy. Hey, I that's a it. song title. Thirteen track memory. I got a song title. <laughs> no, no. Uh, why? Okay. Why is the bluebird blue? It also received. Uh, it also reached number two on the hits. Uh, you love pop charts. So the videos for both songs were nominated and selected for numerous film festivals, as I said. And 
what I, I, I was thinking to myself, what a smart man you are for entering your music videos into film festivals. And I personally, I'm a judge and screener for the Burbank International Film Festival and NSAEN. And I always try to encourage singers and songwriters to make a music video for each song and enter them into film festivals because of the huge exposure that you will receive. But also it's an excellent opportunity for filmmakers to hear your music and hire you to create an original song for their next film project or ask you to use one from your music catalog. So, but you know what, Jeremy, a lot of singer songwriters don't uh, make the business connection and they miss out on the opportunity. So my question is, how did you find out about doing this for your music videos? So I honestly, I was, I was very ignorant to that too, uh, probably up until like two years ago, all the credit for that goes to a, Michael Stover. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got all those contacts. Like he's the he's the genius behind that. Isn't he like, brilliant? Oh yeah, I mean they, I, that's that's one of my, my my favorite things about him is that he does things so differently. Yes. Like it's yes. not like any like the industry is very like they want to go to these places that the, it's like a very they he he goes he goes through weird channels which I really like it's very unusual like you know these these side roads that you'd never even think of like it's it's, it's great but yeah, it gets he you I mean outside the box right he is yeah just, absolutely I I I everybody who is starting out in this business and they they need a team you cannot do anything without a team and I always say if you want anyone to help you go to Michael Stover because he doesn't just focus on one thing. He helps you in so many different areas. And he's just such a wonderful resource because as you said, he has excellent connections in the music business and he really is professional. Like this is a man, if you would email him at three o'clock in the morning, he would turn your email like in five minutes. I mean, you don't find this, right, Jeremy? No, you don't. Not in this industry. Everyone's so like, I mean, he's, he's, he's one of the hardest working people I know in this industry. It's everyone like, as they work their butt off to get a specific job and then they stop working. I was like, he does not stop. I know. Oh, so Mike, everybody, if you're in the music business, MTS management, Michael Stover, check it out. Okay. So how did, uh, okay. So do you have any kind of tips or advice for any other singer songwriters about what they should know about entering their music videos in the film festival? Or did he do it for you and you never dealt with that aspect? So, you know, you couldn't give any tips about the music video aspect. Uh, well, sometimes, sometimes I would submit the day. He does it a majority of the time, but there's some things like when it gets to, when the video gets to a certain level, I have to upload like an MP4 and then present them with a synopsis. I would say like, be like when you, when you, when you're working on the music video, like say whether it's in your phone or your notes, like your thought process for the music video in like a summary that really sums it up. Cause that synopsis is a really good selling point for people as far as the description of the video and make sure that you're keeping track of where you filmed like locations, because all that they include it all. And it's, and it's kind of stuff you don't, it's kind of an afterthought because you're just focused on like, who am I in this scene? Da 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 da, you know, (laughs) hashtag acting, whatever. 
Right. Uh, the they don't think about that, right? Yeah, there's so many like key details that I learned about like video to video but because of that submission process and the synopsis thing was probably the most important to me. Like it's like when someone asked me what a song's about, like I have to be able to present that as the writer. Otherwise you just look like an absolute idiot. <laughs> no, you're right. And did a little tip behind the scenes, being a judge and a screener for two film festivals. Do you know that we will choose if it comes down to four videos and only one of them, and they're all comparatively about the same, we'll choose the one who has the more information and has that summary. That's just a little yeah. tip. That's just a little tip yeah. for people entering film festivals. It's very important that you enter that yeah. because it, it it's the selling point. A lot of times people don't have time to be watching a whole music video. So we want to see what is it about and does it click? Um, so now I understand that you are currently on tour promoting the album and you're in Texas right now through the end of the month. And being from Texas, I would imagine this is your favorite place to perform. So do you sneak in a visit with the family or friends or do they come to your show when you're in Texas? What's going on? Man, the, uh, it's always like up and down. Like when we come back every, every, every couple of months or when we can, but the, uh, yeah, I actually stay with my dad. Like that's one of my favorite things about other than like, like I get to do what I love. Like I love um, coming hanging with my dad. Uh, we have a very small family. So it's like, I get to see my sister my brother-in-law and my nephew and my other sister who lives close by. But it, I mean, that's, that's probably one of my, my favorite parts about doing it is that I get to come chill with my dad. He's like my, one of my favorite humans ever. Uh, so it's it just an extra added bonus. of like, you get to do what you love and you get to hang out with people you love too. It's like, yeah. you can't beat that like going home so what's going on with the tour as far as um you know how long is the rest of the tour? i know it's the end of the month for texas but how long have you been on the tour and where are you going next uh we've been bouncing around now for uh since the beginning of this year um and next after after we'll be in texas till august and after that, we're we're back in Texas again in September. It's pretty much being exclusively Texas because I'm in the process of working on a uh, on a new record as well, which I'm I'm very stoked about. So I'm we're kind of just bouncing back and forth between Nashville and Texas because we have uh, I have so much like so many people that I know down here, and there's so many venues like we can come down here and have some fun. I can catch up with my family. We can make some money, then bounce back and you know, work on the record and, you know, do well, my me, thing. And Let me ask you, um, Tex, why did you move to Nashville? Because you could have pretty much started your career in Texas. Why, why move to Nashville? Is it because, oh, it's the music capital, blah, blah, blah. Or why did you move to Nashville? I mean, it was, it's kind of like a, a coin flip type of thing in my mind is that I was like, I, I was way closer to Austin. And that was like, that's the home base for here. Like Austin is the, is the Nashville of Texas. Uh, they would hate me if I said that to their face. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, Texas and Nashville, it's got a weird thing for a while. But the, uh, it, 
so what I noticed at the time that I was down here writing and playing music and just doing my thing, I was kind of in school at the time too. So I would, I would have more dates in the summer and like a couple friends and I would just travel around. But what I noticed was all of the guys were spending, uh, the guys who were more seasoned, like the vets and stuff like Pat Green and Jack Ingram, they were spending 10 years doing their thing in Austin or Dallas or Houston. And then they would inevitably go to Nashville. And that was like a domino effect. So I was like, you know what? Instead, I'll like cut out 10 years in Austin and I'll put in 10 years in Nashville. And I would have been like a couple steps ahead of the process. Right. And how long have you been in Nashville now? Uh, 10 years. <laughs> oh, you have? Oh, 10 years? <laughs> yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And when you got to Nashville, I mean, are is it everything you thought it was? Um, do, do you feel like you could have done more? You aren't doing enough. You're doing just enough. Is Nashville a place that you'd recommend now that you've been there 10 years? Is that a place where you feel like you'd recommend if you want to be a country music artist? Yeah, I mean, I would say specifically if you're trying to do, like, uh, a more mainstream thing. Like, Nashville is, you know, they want to they wanna be putting out, like, the hottest thing, like, whether it's pop country or, or whatever. That, that stuff isn't necessarily my cup of tea. I have a lot of, like, really close friends that make it. Uh, but it, it's never where, where I've leaned to as an artist. So I would say, like, you know, honestly, if you want to do something that's more folky or like songwritery, like yeah, there's spots in Nashville you can do that. But inevitably, you're probably gonna want to find your way somewhere else where they would appreciate it more. I think they're 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 just looking for a specific flair in Nashville, and if that's what you want, I say it's the place to land. But uh, as far as like if you're like a singer songwriter, folk artist, Americana, like. That is like the home base for the scene. I think it's uh, Nashville's turned into more like a base and like everyone's just kind of rolling out of it because it's it's like downtown's turned into Vegas. Like it's nuts. Wow. Uh, so all the artists are kind of turned off by that. And you find, I've, <laughs> we see every day on like Instagram or Facebook, we see more and more of our friends either like coming down to Texas or going to like a different town in Tennessee or like, traveling out of state to do just like shows in the midwest so they can like get out of the city for a while wow. it's funny how it's just it, i mean it's but if, if you're into that then there's like which there are a lot of people that are uh it's it, it caters perfectly to that like you can find a gig downtown and play like a, a bunch of like new stuff like if you listen to it and like to play it then it's and you can make a you can make a pretty good amount of money too well, we are going to come, to, we've come to my favorite time of the show, which is to play one of your songs. I'm so excited. I love this song, Jeremy. As a matter of fact, even though I already have the song, I'm going to go on iTunes and I'm going to buy it. I'm going to give you that $1.29 that you deserve. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think we only, yeah, I think we only get like 60 cents or something. Isn't actually. That it's probably less. Isn't that yeah, terrible? Man. Well, it's more than I would have had if the song didn't exist. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to play that. I just want real quick, because we're already four minutes behind schedule. I'm, it's my fault. Uh, what is the song about really quick? Because you know we like the backstory. 
Is this is this life? Life, is right? yeah, life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I was in a spot in my in my not to quote the title, but life that I uh, I was trying to work my way through it, and it was a uh, it was kind of it's it, it's both uh, the song is driven by industry and also driven by uh, other life happenings, and it's just is basically my coping way of having a conversation with myself of like, you know, it's like there's a lot of things that happen to us, but the inevitable fact is that it is life and we actually never make it out of that very specific thing. It's like we have one of it. It is what it is. There's all this stuff happening. It's like it's a, it's a very dark reality song is, is probably the best way to describe it because it, it pulls no punches. Yeah, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so without further ado, we are going to listen to the first of two songs that will be played today on the show. This is called Life by Jeremy Parson. I've had it been in the daytime Anything to get away from the straight line the straight line that I walk With all the medicated masses Creating minds outlined in the chalk I've always bordered on the edge of something my mind goes with very few dare to tread Is it wrong that I'm dying, trying hard to live So bend and break my back For a world that just won't give a little bit Doors close on open minds And you can be comfortable but you ain't safe inside Close on open minds And you 
Like I have a bunch of friends right. that go over to like there's there's a bunch of houses on the east side that have been converted to studios. Uh, so so getting, they they end up so getting. Go ahead. No, no, that that, um, that was my bad. They, they they end up doing like the same thing, just in a different location. It's really funny, actually. But <laughs> um, so for someone like me who is moving from another city who hasn't really established themselves here as a session singer, but definitely has worked as one. How do you cross that bridge getting into that inner circle where people know who you are so that they can pull you? I think uh, it's literally just like a, uh, like a a time deal. Like it, it doesn't hurt to go out and network, which like in Nashville is pretty much very similar to bar hopping. I've noticed that over the past 10 years when people say like, you know, fingerprints, I'm going to go network. They usually show back up very drunk. So it's just like, <laughs> it's one of, if you go out like uh, people, one, one successful thing I've, I've always seen is like uh, a specific type of business card doesn't hurt. Like not a normal like type of business card, make a business card. That's kind of an awkward square so people don't fold it up and put it in their wallet. They put it in their pocket because it doesn't fit in their wallet. And you put, like, your name and your contact, probably not your phone number, but maybe, like, an email and put, like, if you need a demo singer, uh, like, just hit me up. And that's, like, that's like a way to get in there, too. Like, they sometimes they don't. It was like, hey, I, I this girl gave me your card. I haven't heard her voice, but, you know, maybe it could work. So it's like there, there's okay. ways to do it like that. There's also like downtown gigs. I've seen a lot of a lot of people like someone will walk in a bar. Like if someone's looking for a specific voice on a demo, they might go browse downtown, and they'll walk by all the okay. windows and they're like, "Oh, that's what I need. I need a, you know I need someone who sounds like Miranda Lambert. That girl's perfect." Like that's another good way to do it because they can hear you. They can find you from the street almost like that. Uh, but the, I mean, so that's another way through the industry. Okay, and so would you say it's important to sound like what is on the radio now, rather than being a versatile singer that can sort of be a jack of all trades, Jill of all trades, singing and doing any genre? No, I think, and that's what's cool about the downtown gig is that you're covering so many people's songs that, like, in, in that situation, if they heard some, well, like one song that they like they would probably be interested in your versatility. They're like, can I use this girl for multiple tracks? Or is she just like someone who sounds like this, but I can use one. So if you, if you present yourself as kind of like a female vocalist, Swiss army, knife, like there, there there's going to be more things that are, 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 are focused on you. Uh, okay. And I think that's the one thing about the downtown gig that works is like, you're up there singing from anywhere to like, two to four hours and like you get to you get to show all your different shades which is cool okay so would you recommend jeremy like she go to like the bluebird and do do they have like an open mic night or something like that or they don't yeah yeah absolutely i i think the bluebird has uh it's either sunday or monday i can't remember the actual day i i want to say it was it's a sunday but like, there's a long line there and stuff like that. I mean, there's so many open mics around town. I mean, the Bluebird is obviously, like, very prestigious, but you wait in line for, like, three hours to sing one song. Oh, gosh. 
any yeah, other I place think... other than the Bluebird that you would recommend that's less traffic -y? As, as far as like an open mic, yeah, I mean, you can honestly probably go on Google and put uh, open mics in Nashville. And I mean, like the only thing there, I don't, I don't know if you, do you play guitar as well? No, no, I, I'm just specifically a trained singer. I can plunk out a little bit on the piano, but, but no, I don't really play an instrument. Yeah, she's not so a uh, was... songwriter. She's just a singer, like she would sing songs, if you have. Correct. So, so I would recommend a good thing to find would be someone like that you, if you, if you happen to know anybody or someone knows anybody, like someone you can trust that you can be close with that could play acoustic guitar for you. There uh, you go. And that, that would really put a lot behind it because it's, it's like if you don't play guitar, it's like they, you, you got to have that accompaniment because it, it's just a whole nother level. I yeah. mean, acapella has always been impressive to me, but like, some people don't have the ear to be like, oh, this, she's actually hitting the note without anybody playing anything. Like yeah. most people don't have that. They want to see the show, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, well sorry to cut you off, but we got to get Jeremy's song in there. Maybe what you could do is when Jeremy, hey, what about if when, if when he comes back to Nashville, would you be open to meeting Stephanie for like coffee or something? And she has some more Absolutely. questions. Would you? I love coffee and I love conversation. <laughs> well, there you go. So, Stephanie, hit him up on Facebook and you guys make an appointment. When are you going to be back in Nashville? Uh, I'll be back the 1st of August. Okay. So, Stephanie, reach out to Jeremy. You guys have coffee and he'll hook you up, girl. He'll tell you where to go, what to do. I All definitely right? will. Thank you. It's All been right. really nice to meet you, Jeremy. Yeah, good to meet you too, Stephanie. I'll be looking forward to coffee. All right, so we're awesome. we are gonna end the show with the, the the hot song. Get your disco shoes on. Get that ball going because now it's happening. This is the song that we have been waiting for. It's called "Making Things Up As I Go" by Jeremy Parsons, and you gotta go to iTunes and buy it right now because it's hot. Jeremy. Take us out on this song, making it up as I go. You seem to be that type of guy. I want you to. We well, you already kind of told what the what this what the song is about, didn't you? Did we do the backstory? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It's 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 little. It's almost like one of the things that just like describes itself. Like I'm. I've I've always been. I'm a head in the clouds type of ADHD nation type of kid. So it was like it was one of those things. Like I, it, I feels like I just literally walk into things, looking up at the sky, and I look down, and I was like, "All right, improv. Here we go." There it you is. Know, it's, like, it's like life happens. What else are you gonna do? What are you lift, gonna you know? do? What are you gonna <laughs> do? All right, Jeremy, say goodbye to your fans, cause we are. We gotta get that music playing. We got one minute. Say goodbye to your fans, Jeremy. Hey, thank y'all so much for listening and hanging out. I love y'all. Thanks for all the support always. And uh, go check out the music video. It just came out last Friday. And uh, I appreciate you two so much for having this show and having me back on. I can't wait to be back on again. Woo! You know that invitation's going to be checked off. We're going to have you on next time you want to promote your project. You make sure you get in touch with me, sweetie. And um, so now, without further ado, uh, go to his website, jeremyparsonsmusic.com. Go to Stephanie Seeley. It's Stephanie Seeley Facebook. And now we're going to close the show out with Making Things Up As I Go by Jeremy Parsons. We'll see you next week on Question Reality. Bye.
Question Reality with Priscilla Leona, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. 